Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am the host, the Honey Badger, here to give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business, as well as other things. And today is one of those rare opportunities where you're going to see me absolutely unload and go complete Honey Badger on an RV manufacturer. And no, it's not who you think. The other part of this episode is to help folks that are either buying a RV here in 2024 or already own one. I want to put you in the mind frame where you guys are starting to think about making your reservations for this year now. Because it is getting super busy out in the RV rental world. And you're having people scheduling campsites in July and August here in February. And I'm going to tell you how I know this information. So first off, I really want to thank everybody that reached out to me with this subject. See, if you guys remember, I didn't have a damn clue about any of the frame failure or frame flex problems with Grand Design, Keystone Montana High Country, or a few other sprinkled in brands here and there that people have emailed me on. Had no idea until you, the listener... You, the viewer, whether you're on my main channel, you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on iHeart, you're listening on Amazon or Apple or on YouTube. I had no clue about this because over 15 years of doing this, no customer, and most customers have no problem contacting me that I've sold. Nobody's ever told me they had a frame break on them or what we call frame flex, frame failure, construction issues. Never had anybody tell me that in 15 years. And you guys opened up this big can of worms where it's like now I'm diving deep into the damn rabbit hole trying to get to Wonderland. But on the way to Wonderland, there's been some diversions. One of these is a company called Black Series. If you don't know who Black Series is, they are a overland slash off-road slash dry camping out in the backwoods off-grid manufacturer of RVs. They're built in a city of industry, California. They are one of very few one of the very few RV manufacturers, not parts. I'm not talking about parts and vendors. I'm talking about actual assemblers and makers of RV. They're one of the few that are not owned by an American or a Canadian company. They are actually owned by a corporation out of China. Now that's not something I'm going to say is a negative thing or a positive thing because as you guys know, I don't get myself involved in politics. But what I will say about most Chinese-run companies is if a company's not making money, they're not going to invest any more money. 
Now, to give you a little background in the Black Series, as far as what I know about it, when they started going to the RVIA show in California, which is, they call it the Big California Pomona California show. It's huge. Black Series had a huge display, and the first year they were in there, which I believe, if I remember right, was 2016, in 10 days, they sold 70 trailers. Just out of one display. How many of them actually qualified for a loan? How many of them actually took possession of them and took delivery of them? I don't know. But I know that they took 70 deposits at that show. And when you looked at it, it has independent suspension, solar, inverter. They look kind of camouflaged. They look something like militant, backwoods, bow hunter, rifle hunter, deer hunter, you know, etc. Fly fisherman on the backside of a river deep into the mountains type of camper. The type you do with a 4x4 truck or 4x4 SUV like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, etc. Well, I'm getting emails of catastrophic failure of all systems. We're not talking about one or two issues here and there. We're talking about full-on electrical failure, full-on brake failure, and full-on suspension and axle failure. And we're not talking about one thing happened, then another. We're talking about a lot of these emails these problems are compounding on each other. And in a common person, because I found out that a lot of the folks emailing me are not big social media people. They're your casual viewer of YouTube, TikTok. And guys, I know it takes a lot. Trust me, I know for a lot of you, it's a lot of fear to email me this stuff. Because I could try to gain clout with it or whatever. This one guy says I'm going to blackmail people with it. Whatever. And sorry about the sniffles. But this YouTube channel, I was emailed it several times by Black Series owners. It's called Texas to Table. And I watched the video. The video was done two weeks ago. And I listened to the guy. And it's the same story almost verbatim as these other emails I'm getting, which is Black Series owner and CEO or whatever he wants to call himself refuses to help them. So I decided to go further down the rabbit hole or at least further down this other rabbit hole to reach another part of the world. And I find out through dealerships that carry Black Series and they will remain anonymous. I will not mention who the dealers are. Those are my sources and they trust me. And I'm not going to expose them. But they have told me that they have warranty claims that have not been paid in over a year. That flat out tells me 
that the investors in China have cut this company off on cash flow. So probably what happened, I'll tell you what probably happened to lead down this rabbit hole. Got to keep using that word. Um, good Lord, I keep using that word. Um, <laughs> what probably happened was the prices of stuff went absolutely stupidville. And dealerships probably looked at things and said, eh, let's see, an $80,000 off-road travel trailer or I can carry five 18, 20-foot bunkhouse travel trailers for the same price as one Black Series. Which one's more affordable to the masses? Which is more affordable to the masses with interest rates being so high. So dealers are just getting smarter about what inventory they take. And I bet you Black Series had a bunch of 2022s or 23s sitting in their yard in the city of industry. Now I've been told by an industry insider that they are trying also to pass these off as a new year model that they're trying to change the VIN number and the year model on the trailers that already exist in the yard. So you could have a trailer that's a 2022 that they have sitting in the city of industry. And again, I can't confirm this. This is hearsay. This is a rumor. But the rumor is, is the stuff they have sitting in the yard, they're slapping new VIN numbers on it and passing it off as a 2024. And I'm like saying they're going, what the hell? Because if that's true, that's going to put an even more bad, sour taste in people's mouths about the RV industry. And that's sad. So make sure you look it up. It's called Texas to Tables. If you're on YouTube, check him out. He did a video, I think it was February 13th. Guys, Black Series needs to be boycotted. Remember what I said about Grand Design fifth wheels grand design solitude grand design momentum as i'm gathering the information so far there isn't one floor plan that's immune in solitude and momentum not one the only thing immune in grand design fifth wheels so far is reflection so how do you hurt rv manufacturers that are having this crappy equality. Stop buying them. You have to hurt Mr. Clark, who's the president and CEO of Grand Design, and you have to hurt whoever the owner of Black Series, you have to hurt their pocketbook to get anything changed. And then... I'm getting told 
that not only is Grand Design having negative things about frame flex and frame failure taken off Facebook, and now they have corporate stooges trying to make fucking excuses for them. Excuse my language. I know that was a cuss word. I'm sorry about it. They got damn corporate yes men now posting YouTube videos trying to circumvent the problem and trying to pretend that it's somebody else's problem, not theirs. Hello, and Mr. YouTubers and Miss YouTuber that are trying to make Grand Design look, oh my God, frame failure isn't Grand Design's fault. It's Lippert's fault. It's the welds. It's nobody's fault. It's normal to have some flex. They're having so now you got corporate stooges giving the corporate narrative for their manufacturer so they can save face. And now you got Black Series removing people's problems off their forums and off their social media. This is not good. And what really sucks, do you know who gets hurt the worst? You're going to say the customer. The customer gets hurt second worst. Because the percentage of Armageddon level problems in the RV business is very small. Okay? Compared to the big picture. It's not an excuse. I want to make sure everybody knows. I When I say that, that's not an excuse. That's just a fact. I'm not excusing the problems. And I'm not deflecting them. But there, there's a small percentage of people that get severely hurt and damaged through this. But the people that get hurt the worst are the people that work for the dealerships. Specifically, the smaller companies. The Bobby Combs RVs of the world. The Apache Camping, family owned and operated for 43 years. Curtis Trailers in Portland, Oregon. Robbie and Kara are going to get hurt more by this than the customer. Why? Because now you guys don't trust the supposed best manufacturer in the world. And the mindset. And I understand the mindset. The I am not going to tell you it's not a valid mindset. Because of the information you have in front of you, I would have the same mindset if I wasn't on this side of the industry. And the mindset is, Grand Design was put on this pedestal as the greatest thing ever. Black Series, for a long time, was put on a pedestal as the absolute best builder of the overland and off-road community. And they're having catastrophic problems. So it makes you think, well, if they're the best then that means these other places are just as bad or worse. And that's simply not true. There are products I don't sell, like Alliance Alliance, and a lot of, a lot of Keystone. Even though we have discovered Keystone, Montana High Country is having a frame flex problem. 
the Keystone Cougar, Keystone Montana, Jaco Pinnacle. I have gotten a few guys to tell me, not a lot, two people have reached out to me and told me Jaco Seismic, they're having frame problems. One guy sent me a great video through Facebook on it. You know, but it, but comparatively to what Grand Design's going through, it's put this bad taste in people's mouths. And that sickens me. It makes me want to go up to Don Clark at Grand Design, who's the president and CEO, and slap him silly. And go, brother, you can't keep avoiding this shit. The more you avoid it, the more you're going to put companies that sell your product out of business. Good dealers like Simi RV in Simi Valley, California. Jim Rampton's the owner. He's a great man, an amazing human being. And if this continues because he is a grand design dealer, it's going to hurt. It doesn't hurt the factory until you guys stop purchasing just those brands. There's a plenty of great brands out there. Forest River Riverstone is something I sell. It's an amazing, well put together overall fifth wheel. It has its problems. <laughs> no, no one's perfect. Mobile Suites. Great product. Wish I could sell it. Alliance Paradigm, Alliance Valor, good products. You know, Jaco Pinnacle, most of the North Points, Keystone Cougar, Forest River Rockwood slash Flagstaff, Cedar Creek. Redwood, if I haven't mentioned Redwood already. There's a ton of amazing brands out there that have been around a long time. And what people don't really remember is Grand Design is still only 10 years old. It's still a newborn baby. But it was put on this damn pedestal. Okay, so let's get into, because I went way out what I wanted to do. Um, let's get into what I'm talking about, about camping and current RVers. Look, there's some things that have been reached out. So I've had four of my friends that are on the rental side of the RV business. And we had a great discussion uh, late this afternoon, early this evening, while I was editing some video for the main channel. And one of the things they brought up to me is they said they are sold out through Labor Day already. There's not one day on the calendar starting March 1st through September 4th that they have an available day with anything. In fact, at this moment, they're looking for consignment rentals 
to try to have some kind of available inventory for folks that want to make last-minute decisions. One of my buddies has over 200 rental RVs in his fleet. And L200 are reserved for March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Seven, almost seven months of reservations already. And we're not even to the full end of February yet. I mean, that's just absolute craziness. That's unbelievable. And then I told you guys about the KOA article that came out where they're booked up for the most part in a lot of parts of the country. Then I talked to a, a marketing person that's close to Thousand Trails and they're booking up fast. So folks, don't wait till last minute. Plan your camping trips this year. If you haven't already, it's getting crazy out there. Uh, I called uh, Kachuma Lake to make a reservation for a couple spots I like that are in the RV park because I want to get full plug-ins. Good friend of mine. I want to take her and her her kids RV camping. They've never been RV camping before. She just had surgery, so I thought as soon as she recovered. It would be nice. Her husband passed away a couple years ago. Um, she's been a good friend of mine for a lot of years. I can't get a spot until September with full hookups. Now I can do dry camping spots, which that's probably what I'll end up doing. But isn't that crazy? It just seems like there's a lot of people out there that have decided to hell with the election, to hell with what's going on in Ukraine, to hell with all this crap. We're going to live our life. And all I can say is, bravo, kick ass. I love it. Gets me excited. It gets my juices flowing when I see people planning out trips, planning out memories, moving their life forward. And I encourage you to look at that right now. Knowing what I'm going to have to go through, if this is going quick, when I want to do my June trip up to Bishop or June Lake or Mammoth in the Eastern Sierras, when I try to get this um, meetup fishing trip, I'm going to really have to like bear down and try to find a campground now. I can't wait. And that means I can't take the RV. It means I'm in a tent camp. And there's nothing wrong with tent camping. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against that. I love tent camping. But geez Louise. I mean... 
this is out of control in a good way. I'm not complaining, but it's like, holy crap, man. What are we going to do? <laughs> make your reservations now. Make your plans now. Trust me, you're, you're going to, you're, you'll, you'll thank me in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I came out with the t-shirt design. I actually, if, if you go to the YouTube channel, uh, I have a poll on, on, on the podcast channel on YouTube um, that uh, shows the logos of the t-shirt that I'm going to make. And there's three options. I'm just waiting for everybody to tell me which one they like best. But I might just use all three. I don't know. Sounds like fun. I'm a little excited about this t-shirt. In fact, my buddy Buzz called me. Buzz is a Buzz has a great backstory. One day I will tell you the backstory when he gives me permission to give his backstory. Um that he tells me, "No, no, no, no. You need to get the floozies or loozies or cluzies or whatever they are. The one where your beer can goes into to keep your beer can cold or keep the coldness inside the beer can he goes you need to add that to the list he goes you're in the rv business b-i-d-n-e-s the business you need to think like the business and most people have a beer in their hand boy so you better get your butt some of those with that emblem on it <laughs> so i'm like okay fabulous so the merch store will be coming out soon. I appreciate everybody's patience. I appreciate everybody's candor. I'm sorry if this episode has offended anybody. I'm not trying to offend customers. I'm on every I'm on customer and dealership side. I'm not on the factory side. I am actually I've become a dealer and customer advocate, which is kind of an oxymoron in a lot of respects. Because what I'm really against is I'm against the factories right now and the bullshit they're putting people through. Specifically, a couple of manufacturers. You know, and, and, and it's quality and stupidity and ego. Those are the three things that I'm probably most frustrated with. Because there's a lot of good people. It's not, there's a lot of good people in the RV community. There's great dealers, great salesmen, good people on the retail side of this industry. There's always bad eggs. Just like I know, there's crappy camping world locations out there. But there are also some good ones. Depends on who's running that store. And there's a lot of good men and women out there that run camping world stores that are amazing. And if he's still listening to this podcast... Eddie out of Vacaville, California, runs a really good ship. Probably, in my estimation, one of probably the top five managers that Camping Worlds have. His parents were doing it before him. He comes from a long lineage in the RV industry. He knows how to treat people. He knows how to be on their side when it's time to be on their side. And he's good with people. 
And if you want to talk about a straight shooter, he's as close to being a honey badger as I am. There's some great people on the dealership side of the industry. There's some absolutely amazing people that are a part of the RV community, the customer and consumer base. But seems like to me that all the bad apples in this industry are at the executive level of the factory side. And that's sad because it wasn't always that way. I've been at this 15 years, guys. I have never seen these executives be this stubborn. And I've never seen such cruelty and ignorance. And what I mean by that is I've never seen ever anybody refuse to let people tell the problems on social media. I've had posts removed off Grand Design owner groups. I've heard nothing from other... I've heard a lot of other YouTubers tell me the same thing. And yes, I have defended a lot of the corporate stooges, corporate yes-men throughout the entire corporate side. And it's not just one person because a lot of people can only think of one guy. There's a lot of them. And I've watched every one of their videos on this FrameFlex issue and on this catastrophic failure of systems videos. And every one of them are so tiptoe, walk on fucking eggshells. But I understand it and I've defended them about it. Because if I were, when I put myself in their shoes, I understand. But where I'm not going to defend them. And this is the last thing I'm going to say on this tonight. Where I will not defend them. Is over half of them. Came from a mom and pop store. In a small town. Or smallish town. And came from a place. Where. Anything and everything was on the table. Where if you go look at videos of these specific folks from five years ago, even four years ago, you could depend on them to deliver the good, the bad, the ugly, and the great about every product and every situation. And now, I question, and I'm, I'm not talking shit. This is not me talking crap. This is just me throwing a question out there. Why did the content change? Why did all these corporate YouTubers that come from mom and pop stores that built their channels 
on transparency. Why did you not speak up for the customer earlier? Why didn't you stick your neck out? And I don't know the answer to that. I came up with a lot of thoughts that I had about it last episode. But still something on my mind. And I'm sorry that it is. Because if it's one of your favorite YouTubers, I'm sorry. It's not meant to be directed at one person. It's directed to a lot of them. And there are a lot of them. They're very well paid. There's an old saying, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. And it feels like to me, and I might be wrong, it's just an opinion, it's just a feeling that these two dozen or so YouTubers have become hogs. I'll stay a pig. If anybody comes up to me and tells me, we want you to be the spokesperson for our corporation, I already drew up a contract that says your legal team can go to hell. That if there's a problem with a unit or a brand you carry on your lot, you better have a deep discussion with them because I'm coming after them. Thank God my owner don't care. He's like, you do what you got to do, kid. Kick their ass. Until next time, have a good night. And RV stands for toolkit and sense of humor.